0: G'day G'day Welcome to the show
1: Welcome to you, me and a poltergeist
0: My name is Braden
1: And I'm Belinda
0: And this is our show
1: We're the most Aussie blokes you'll ever come across
0: Today we are brought to you by our patrons
1: At www.patreon.com forward slash you, me and a poltergeist Go over there, join a tier and uh, support us on our little adventure
0: Yep, good on ya (laughs) Yeah, cheers mate What's new, babe?
1: Yeah, not much, cut. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nice. nothing really new, I don't know.
0: You're in some pain. <laughs> it's late, you're tired, we're both a bit tired.
1: Yeah, I'm in pain.
0: You went to the doctors today to sort out your pain. They didn't give you any pain meds?
1: No. Because apparently you my should. pain um, isn't... Severe enough for anything more urgent. Um, Even though I said, yeah, it's about a five to a seven. Wow. And if I have sex, it's a good 12. <laughs> so it's not a good pain, that's for sure. I don't know what's going on with me. It's like situated in my ovaries area. It's, you know, it's just the reproductive system. I and mean... it hurts and it shouldn't hurt. So...
0: I hope that it feels better soon because I very much dislike hearing you in pain.
1: I would like it to be better soon because it has been painful constantly since Thursday just gone.
0: And I mean, even then before that, it's been on and off pain for
1: a while. A
0: while. I remember taking you to the hospital like a year ago.
1: Yeah, but that was more in my back. But I don't know if that's... Related to it. Maybe. Maybe I had like a cyst on my ovary that popped and they didn't catch it.
0: Wouldn't you be dead if that was the case? No. Oh, truly? Truly. What happens after
1: that? Uh. don't know. <laughs> ask, ask any other woman. That's I'll, ask, I'll ask Google Docs. Yeah. But you don't know. You, it's not something Google you
0: can die <laughs> Google Docs is a document thing. Uh, Google doctor
1: Doctor Google
0: Anyway, that's always good I've always learned that I have potential malaria every time I get sick
1: Yeah, well Every time I've put in my symptoms to WebMD It's just coming up endometriosis So, Oh, really? I hope it's that And then they have to say I have an emergency surgery And then I get like a week off work Oh, nice <laughs>
0: Well, I do hope you don't have to go into an emergency I mean, surgery. I mean, I don't
1: want to go into emergency surgery. That would fucking suck.
0: But I, I like that you're looking at the
1: bright side. Yeah, will you go off work. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. That's Bed it. rest. Someone to come to my beck and call. You wanted a holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yeah here me we that go. sounds like a great holiday. Yeah. I have my feet up. Pain relief.
0: If we want to go anywhere, I'll roll you around in a wheelbarrow. Oh.
1: Oh, and a wheelbarrow of all Not things. a wheelchair. A wheelbarrow. No, no, no. We can't afford a wheelchair. <laughs>
0: no, that's for sure. Hospitals around here, you know, they're stocked. They're, they're uh, putting all their money towards the COVID relief. So, you know, they can't give out can't wheelchairs, wheelchairs willy nilly. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to take a wheelbarrow from but out there. They back.
1: also just don't give out wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah, very true.
0: I remember once have <laughs> got to
1: pay for the crutches.
0: Mm, I remember once getting a pair of crutches for free. What? And I don't think I ever returned them. I don't know what happened to those crutches. You crutches for free? This was when I was a good...
1: Why did you need 12 crutches? years old. I don't know. What did you do to yourself, Brayden? What didn't Why I do to I myself? Why I like...
0: Yeah, what the hell, Brayden? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> you crutch thief.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's outrageous. Everyone I know that's gotten crutches has had to pay for them. Yeah,
0: not me. I'm special.
1: Fucking Jesus. Have you seen uh, those little, like, scooter things you can scoot around on? You put your knee on them. Oh, yeah. I always see a couple of oldies come through on them. They've oh, got, like, a broken yeah. ankle or something because they're, they're old. fragile and old and just, like, tripped over a rug or something. You know what I mean?
0: What a fun way to get around. Just scooting.
1: Right? They literally just scoot around. It'd scoot, be tough scoot. to take
0: up an escalator.
1: Instead sure. of scoot. Scoot. Scoot, scoot.
0: Do you reckon they do any sick jumps <laughs> Sick jumps on it? <laughs> I mean, I fucking would.
1: Yeah. Check out this <laughs> 180. That's how they fucking broke their ankle
0: to begin with. Yeah. And they're going for the other one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they want that wheelchair. Yeah, They want the it. free wheelchair. <laughs> it ain't <right>? good enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, well, chuck them in a the wheelbarrow. Uh, Babe, I love you so much. What are we speaking about today?
1: Well, I think maybe you should talk about what we're speaking about because you're the one that came up with what we're speaking about today.
0: Today we are going to be taking a turn down a new street because we are going to be discussing a type of spirit that isn't usually thought to be paranormal, I suppose. When you think of paranormal things, you don't really think of this thing.
1: Absolutely not.
0: But I mean, it's something you'd think about, maybe.
1: But you wouldn't think it's paranormal. No. You'd think it's more of a... A fairy. <laughs> Yeah, and they are, they are
0: spirits That's a thing people need to know
1: A fae or fairy is a type of mythical spirit or legendary creature found in many different European cultures The creatures are usually described as having supernatural powers And are usually spirits related to energy
0: Cool, yeah, I've seen all sorts of things in Christian religion and... um, Christian sort of pin Christianity, sorry, pins it as like uh, the fairies being demoted angels or demons. And in that that giant book of demonology, do you know there's like all those different Christianity books of demonology? Yeah. They like list fairies as like demons and potential angels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's real weird. Uh, and pagan beliefs uh, seem to have fairies serving as either the spirits of the dead, as beings who lived on earth prior to humans, or as beings of the elements.
1: The name fairy is often used to describe creatures of magical origin that are vaguely humanoid in appearance, but in many other instances is, it is used to describe any being that would be deemed as magical in origin.
0: Fairies are usually separated between two courts. Uh, the silly court, which is the happy, lucky, blessed uh, spirits, and the unseelie court, which is the unhappy, misfortunate, and unholy spirits. So regardless of which of the courts they are from, um, they still are remarked as being you know, incredibly dangerous. And this classification merely classifies their personalities and how they act, be it benevolent or malevolent. Yeah, I, I read that the seelie fairies actually seem to have like a conscience, almost, and like they will—I mean, they'll—they'll they'll play pranks on you, but they'll—they'll they'll understand how the pranks will impact your life, so they won't do anything too bad. Because if they, they'll feel bad for fucking up too much. But a, a unsilly fairy will be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck him up." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the gist of it, I suppose. And yeah, I mean, in a lot of cases, poltergeists are also classified as elemental spirits, are they not?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they can play with the elements, can't they?
0: So tell me, what's the difference between a fairy and a poltergeist? Airbenders. <laughs> what, like Avatar? <laughs> I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's the difference? <laughs> I feel like there's just some kind of classification of strange spirit entity that every culture is given a name to. Although yeah. in, all European cultures have have the dead, or like, you know, spirits of the dead as actual ghosts as well, so it kind of doesn't fit there, but, I mean, you never know.
1: You never know, babe. Every country is different in their folklores, legends, and mm. just cultural beliefs. Very true. And I think I think there is a difference between like poltergeists and fairies. Oh, undoubtedly. I don't think they're necessarily the same thing. I don't think you could call a poltergeist a fairy. You
0: I might know. be
1: offended. He's probably just <laughs> <Yeah>. queer. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was bad. I know. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I just
0: i'm so deleting that (laughs) anyways um was funny (laughs) yeah i mean we don't really know what a poltergeist is what if they're all just the same thing and they're just acting different Mm -hmm. but in saying that i feel like we all have that one auntie who like has a fairy garden Yes. Do you actually?
1: Yeah, legit, my auntie Jan. She's got a fairy garden.
0: Oh my gosh! And she full on is hard out into the fairies.
1: I don't know, but she's got a fairy garden.
0: And she, you know, yeah, you know, pays her respects to the fairies.
1: Well, I would say so. I fucking love the idea of having a fairy garden. I've always wanted to have a fairy yeah. garden.
0: And all the little uh, fairies can chill out there. All over. the little bees Sit and on bugs. A
1: little toadstool.
0: Yeah, they love toadstools. Have
1: some. Little fairy tea and their little fairy cups And have a fairy good time
0: <laughs> Do you know the best way to uh, Defend yourself against a fairy Is actually to use lucky charms And things like that In the fact cereal? <laughs> not, not the cereal <laughs> brand In fact turning your clothing inside out You're fucking immune to fairies
1: So we've been wearing our clothes wrong This entire time Yeah exactly I'm just going to go to work tomorrow In inside out clothes <laughs> They'll this, probably send me home. <laughs> yeah.
0: This fairy's Are coming up to you with like up?
1: a. Um, i I'm just protecting myself from fairies, so <laughs> I don't know yeah, about you yeah. guys.
0: It's just my beliefs, all right? <laughs> I
1: believe in wearing my clothes inside <laughs> yeah. out to protect from fairies.
0: They got that fairy energy.
1: <laughs> oh, hell
0: yeah. Um, yeah, imagine like a fairy coming up to you with like a knife and sees like the logo on your shirt just inside out. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm out of here. Oh, shit, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) she got her
1: clothes inside out and everything. (laughs) Uh,
0: Do you want to go first to talk about what kind of fairy you're talking about?
1: I must say, yawning really hurts.
0: That's not good. No, it's
1: not. I'm talking about Donas de Fiora. Think that's how you're saying. <laughs> nice. So it's a, a folklore of Sicily, and Donna Stefura is Spanish for ladies of the outside.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Although they were occasionally described as being male. Right. So I mean,
0: maybe they're you know a bit of both from the outside. Oh, you never
1: know.
0: Outsiders, regardless.
1: That's it. So it they that the, the term refers to supernatural. Uh, beings in the female form, comparable to fairies of the English folklore. Oh, cool! Um, in historical Sicilian folklore, the Donna Stefiera <laughs> would make contact with humans, mostly women, but sometimes men as well, whom they would take to the city or and commune of Benevento of Campania, Italy.
0: Very nice.
1: They were described as beauties dressed in white, red, or black. The feet were the paws of cats, horses, or of a strange round shape. Ah. They came in groups of five or seven, and a male fairy played the lute or the guitar while dancing. The fairies and the humans were divided into groups of different sizes under the lead of an ensign, which, by the way, is a ranking commissioned officer. I made sure to look that up so anyone wow. was talking about for once, just in case you were. Working. So there's like
0: a, a officer fairy. Yeah. Cool. There's so structure,
1: cool. right? I mean, you gotta have structure in your fairy. <laughs> no one will take you seriously if Wait. you do not have structure. Did you say you, don't you have a have to... man in front playing his little loot? You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna believe you ever. We gotta serious.
0: keep the order. Exactly. Where's the loot? <laughs> the
1: loot man. <laughs> It's Gregory late again? Fuck, <laughs> oh, get Stephen with the guitar. No one will notice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck, they're noticing. <laughs> Their clothes are inside out there. What the fuck have what you the done? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who oh. told them?
1: Who told them? We don't like this. We don't like the seams on the outside. This isn't natural. Anyway. <laughs> it's said that every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, here they go again with the order. <laughs> Sorry, I love, I love these. Is serious, real stuff. <laughs> the fairies met the humans.
0: Stop laughing.
1: I'm sorry, I don't know why
0: those days just made me laugh so much. <laughs> so specific. specific. <laughs> so much order here. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love it. <laughs>
1: I just gonna go a giggling fit now. No. Alright. <laughs> I'm scared to say the second sentence. Why? Because Um So like the fairies met the humans belonging to their groups in the in the woods. In March
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is serious. Are I know, you, I'm you're sorry. You're the one that wanted to talk about fairies. Yeah, I know, keep going. So I'm talking about fairies. Yeah. Oh, damn it, this would have been a great time to just do a whole story on Tinkerbell. And oh, then oh, at the end oh, it was Tinkerbell. Oh, I miss my chance. <laughs> <clears throat> In March, several groups gathered and their prince would instruct them to be benevol- benevolent creatures. A congregation called the Seven Fairies could transform themselves into cats, and something called an Aiden was able to kill. <laughs> what? The only thing that was able to kill. Was an Aiden. Was an Aiden. Uh, okay. So watch out for anyone <laughs> named Aiden. <laughs> They're gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> so the fairies could easily be offended by humans. In one story, a man who was not associated with the fairies and was unable to see them developed a painful cramp after hitting one of the fairies who was listening to him play music. Now, the story involves several people who had disturbed the fairies while at night they travelled from house to house, eating and drinking as they routinely embraced the town's newborns. Oh. On those occasions, the person in question paid... One of the people associated with the fairies to be the host of a dinner at their homes, meeting the fairies while the owners of the house slept. Hmm. So, homeowners slept. The fairies had a party in their home. Oh wow! Eat all their food. <laughs> yeah. All because newborns in town.
0: Yeah, it's gotta. You gotta have a good time to so, celebrate.
1: The fura are related to the witch trials in Sicily. uh-. So, between 1579 and 1651, there were a number of recorded witch trials in Sicily. The trial summaries sent to the Spanish Inquisition's Suprema in Madrid by the Sicilian Tribunal reflected a total of 65 people, eight of them being male, many of whom were believed to be associates of fairies. (laughs) <laughs>
0: I can't say that seriously. <laughs> during the 1500s and 1600s, they had witch trials because people were so stupid. fairies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> This shit up apparently <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You sound like that fucking dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, If this doesn't make us targets for fairies I don't know <laughs> what is Oh lord We
1: better get on that fairy car. <laughs> we better
0: fucking turn our clothes inside out <laughs> Oh man, it's turning out way funnier than I thought it'd be. (laughs) It's the best episode yet. (laughs) (coughs) I was like,
1: (coughs) I was thinking I could do this, it's just fairies. (laughs) (laughs) Believed to be associated with fairies who were put on trial for sorcery. (laughs) <laughs> there's like a really good story too, and i can't even get past this compared to other countries the witch trials in Sisi- in, <laughs> in, in sicily were relatively mild <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just a mild case of the witch trials.
1: I'm grounding myself. We're getting back to reality. <laughs> In most cases, the accused were either freed, sentenced to exile, or jailed, rather than sentenced to death and <laughs> You started laughing. Rather than death and torture. Like other countries. Though the accused would occasionally testify... That some nobles took part in these activities. (laughs) Brady, this is serious stuff. Okay. The accused themselves were generally described as poor and most often female. The accused evidently gave their testimonies to the Inquisition without being tortured. (laughs) No, no, no. That was in it. They didn't have to be tortured to be told the story. That's good. Yeah fairy folklore was common during this time and according to reports the accused were not ashamed of their actions and some may not have realized their beliefs would be disliked by the <laughs> christian church according <clears throat> i'm just going to get through it i got this according to some the fairies did not like speaking about the christian god or the virgin mary but despite this they didn't regard this belief to be different to the values of Christianity. In the end, the Inquisition didn't show much interest in the Sicilian fairy tri- trials, instead, attempting to make the accused change their freely given testimonies and direct it toward the traditional witches' Sabbath that involved demons and devils rather than fairies, as you said earlier. Mm. During the trials, they did succeed in some cases, but in general, the long-held belief that fairies were benevolent creatures remained in Sicily long after the Inquisition. <coughs> the Inquisition denounced them as witches, but often did not take these cases seriously, as the accused never mentioned the devil in their confessions. The Inquisition, the Inquisition did occasionally associate meetings with the elves as events similar to a witch's Sabbath. But as the local population generally held a positive view of the phenomena, the Inquisition did not press the matter. The accused said that they had become associated with the fairies because they had sweet blood and in (laughs) most cases (laughs) went to the meetings in a non-corporal fashion, leaving their actual bodies behind. This is similar to the concept of Astral Projection. It <laughs> <laughs> was something they had in common with the Ben and Dante. <laughs> related group that also faced scrutiny by the Inquisition. <laughs> the Astral Projection.
0: In an Inquisition. <laughs> I promise we're not high. We are... I'm sorry. It, it, we are very tired. This is a this is going well?
1: This is going very well. I think this is a successful episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> really put the comedy and paranormal comedy podcast. Yeah. <coughs> it's just us set of laughing. Mm. Are you okay. Yeah. You're looking at me like you're in pain. Yep. You're in pain. <laughs> I got tested for a UT after oh, anyway. In sixteen thirty, the medicine the medicine woman Vicentia La Rosa Thank you. Was sentenced to banishment and banned from ever mentioning anything about elves again. After her sentence, La Rosa continued to tell stories about her personal elf named Martin Martini Martinilo, Martinello, Martinello, <laughs> <laughs> who took her to Bavento, <clears throat> where she had sex and learned medicine. She was <laughs> arrested again and exiled from Sicily for the rest of her life. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it is. The fisher wife of Pal- Palermo was an unnamed Italian woman who was put on trial for witchcraft by the Sicilian Inquisition in Palermo in, Sic- in Sicily in 1588 she claimed to associate with fairies and her confession was among the first that describes contact between elves and humans in- on Sicily her case was among the first of many witch trials in Sicily associated with elves and her confession was typical for such elf related cases she told them that she, she told them that when she was only an 8-year-old child, she had flown through the air with a, group of women on goats, <clears throat> with a group of women on goats to a huge field on the mainland of kingdom of the kingdom of Na, Na, Naples, thank you, called Benevento, where a red-colored teenage boy and a beautiful woman sat on a throne. According to her confession, they were called the king and the queen. She said that the leader of the, the women who took her, over, took her there, sorry, <coughs> was called the ensign, told her that if she fell to her knees in front of the king and queen of the elves and gave them loyalty, they would give her riches, beauty, and handsome men with whom she could have sex, <laughs> <laughs> and that she was not to worship God or the holy virgin. The Ensign also added that she should not mention the Virgin Mary, as it was bad manners to do so in the presence of the elves. The Fisherwife then agreed to worship the king as a god, and the queen as a goddess, and she swore an allegiance in a book containing many letters, which was held held for her by the Ensign, and promised her body and soul to the Divine Couple. After this, tables with food were set forward, and everyone ate, drank, and had sex with each other. She also claimed that she had sex with multiple men in a short period of time, after which she reported that she had awoken as if from a dream and spoke to a priest shortly after. She claimed that she was not aware this was sinful before the priest told her that such things were the work of Satan. She said that she continued with it anyway because it made her so happy. <laughs> on some occasions, she said the elves had fetched her before she had gone to sleep for the night to prevent her husband and children from noticing anything. Obviously, this is as time has gone on okay. to continue to do it. Good. That And She wasn't married with children when she was eight years old. Yep. Um, she claimed that... You'd hope not. She was awake <laughs> the whole time. She also stayed. Stated that the king and queen had given her medicine to cure the sick. I don't know what the sick is. (laughs) They fucking cured it. So she could earn money and alleviate her poverty. After her freely given statement, the Inquisition interrogated her and asked her leading questions. The attitude of the Inquisition was that the fairies did not exist but were a remnant of pagan superstition, like you said before, which should be eradicated and not be taken seriously therefore the events she described must have been either a dream in which case they could accept her story about the fairies or if it didn't, oh sorry, or if it did happen it must have been a witch's sabbath. Therefore they asked her leading questions to make her identify the events as either a dream or reality if it was a dream she would be released and if it if she insisted that it was true, she would be a witch. The fisher wife, however, passed the interrogation of leading questions. The protocol states, in the end she came to the conclusion that all of this seemed to have her ha- seemed seem to her have happened as if in a dream, and that it had truly all been just a dream as far as she could estimate the matter. Okay? Full stop.
0: <laughs> wow. That was very funny unintentionally.
1: When I was writing it, I, well, as I was reading it and then I was writing, I was like, "This is, a, you know, I can believe this." Yeah, really cool. And so just started reading it out loud. I was like, this is "Fucking bullshit, isn't it?"
0: <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun, you know.
1: I I do like folklore, and I love that there's like a full passage from that time of this woman. Yeah,
0: who's fucking the fairies. <laughs>
1: Or sex fucking the elves, so. I think someone was drugging her and stealing her at night. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was as innocent as fairies and elves with no. tables of food and men of sex.
0: <laughs> men of sex. <laughs> yeah. So those those creatures definitely seem like the sealy court or whatever the sealy court. Whilst mine is definitely an unsealy court.
1: Oh, a entity. malevolent.
0: Yes so today i'm going to be discussing a member of the Unseelie court a being of scottish mythology Ooh. who is feared nationwide and is said to inhabit nearly every single river stream lock pond uh, seaside anything in the entire nation i'm going to be discussing the kelpie not the dog mm-hmm. otherwise known as the water horse
1: Oh, yes. there's a movie with Robert Pattinson called The Water Horse. Yeah,
0: there is. I haven't seen it. Is it good?
1: Um, I think I watched a couple minutes, I fell asleep. All right. Yeah, well. Pretty much like all of his other movies.
0: Oh, burn, Paddy. Oh. So, the Kelpie is an English shape-shifting fae spirit which dwells near water and is renowned for taking the form of a black horse with a constantly dripping wet mane. it loves tricking people most commonly children into mounting it before running headlong into the water and dragging the person to a watery doom
1: that's terrible
0: (laughs) yes it is so the Kelpie's main goal for taking victims is to either receive companionship and then to murder them Or, sometimes, it combines both of its goals and makes a friend only to kill them later.
1: That's terrible. That sounds like most serial killers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Kidnapping serial killers.
0: Yeah. So, the water horse doesn't only take the form of a horse, it can also take the form of a beautiful human. Mm. Which, although is predominantly masculine, can sometimes be feminine also. These appearances are always like off-puttingly attractive and usually depicted as either scantily clad or you know entirely in the nude like a mermaid essentially like waiting by the water like come and come and swim with me yeah (laughs) um and much like it's horse's avatar the kelpie can be told apart from a regular human by distinguishing the fact that there is usually seaweed tucked into their hair So, if you see like a sexy lady by the beach, like come and swim, and she's got like a fucking braid of seaweed down her face, don't.
1: I mean, like, what does it just get stuck during the transformation? Yeah. Always? Always. Like, it's always just a piece of seaweed? It's not like. Not
0: just one piece of seaweed. Maybe there's a couple pieces of seaweed. It's 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 usually pretty well hidden. Or like. Just seaweed.
1: Sort of like a braid of hermit crabs (laughs) no seaweed Seaweed every time seaweed
0: okay Okay. that's Uh, interesting so yeah they'll take the humanoid form in order to build a bond of companionship in towns or villages close to water and then slowly trick the victims into coming closer to the water's edge before ultimately murdering them and back to the horse avatar of the creature um The screech of the beast is said to be paralyzing. The hair of the horse is so sticky that if you touch it, you can't remove your grasp unless you cut your own hand off. And its most powerful trait is the fact that it can appear entirely innocent, which it does so to lure children close to it.
1: Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it is said to also run at an unnatural speed, not only on the land, but in water and above water. So if it has a child, like, above it, it can keep running like a fucking stallion underneath water and drag them down to the death.
1: And, like, drown them?
0: Drown them. Fuck me, dear. Well, I think at that point it turns into its regular or its actual form, which I'm, I couldn't find an explanation of, and then it
1: eats them while it's down there. Is it an Aiden? <laughs> it's oh, probably an Aiden. I forgot to say... I'll tell you after because it's really super irrelevant. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, The most well-known story of the water horse is one particular one where there were ten boys playing by the water's edge and all of them were having a great time and this beautiful horse just began running up to them and they were all ecstatic by this and lured towards the horse and they all got onto the horse But one of the boys realised what was happening As this thing started galloping towards the water And he took out his knife And he cut off his own hand And jumped off to safety But the rest of the boys All, all that one boy heard Was the cheers and laughter of his friends As they were all galloped down Into the water below and never seen again
1: Holy shit
0: Yeah, that's, that's the most common or The that's most fun. well-known story in Scotland Of the water
1: horse gotta make sure it's not a boy who cried horse, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. Apparently, there's like a water horse in the Loch Ness. Like, that's a very common place for him.
1: Oh, maybe the Loch Ness is the water horse. Oh,
0: maybe. Maybe. Anyways, that's a bit of the water horse.
1: Is that all you got? Yeah, pretty quick. Oh, wow. That's good. Very informative, not as funny.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not as funny as yours. What else did you have? What did, what were we going to um,
1: say? So, just uh, referring to Aiden, Urban Dictionary says that Aiden is a caring, loving N word that's passionate. And if you find one, stick with him. He has minor issues, but will never leave your side through anything.
0: Thanks for that. That's very nice. Thank you. Got to get Dictionary. you and Aiden. <laughs> what is your name on uh, Urban Dictionary? come out to
1: probably like slut 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 i'll find it i got
0: my laptop no no i got it i got it <laughs> belinda urban dictionary belinda is not like most girls she's an intellectual caring understanding forgiving beautiful and smart girl if you know a belinda keep her and never get on her bad side once you know, once you get to know her, she is crazy, fun, freaky, and not, sometimes insecure. She craves success and power and makes sure things go her way. If you run into a Belinda, never let her go. She'll be the best thing that's ever happened to you.
1: Um, I feel attacked right now, but I was <laughs> Loki, very accurate.
0: Yeah, right, let's see what they have for Brayden. Brayden. A guy to dream about. He's strong, athletic and caring and loves with his whole heart. He's always there when someone needs him and usually puts others before himself. He'll make you laugh even when you feel like crying. He's not perfect, but once you fall for him, everything he does seems like it. Easy to fall for and not someone you want to ever let go. Find a Braden, keep him. And he has a big dick. I don't say that <laughs> in there.
1: That says it in there. No, it doesn't.
0: Let me look. No, let's uh continue. Hey, uh, I think that's pretty <laughs> accurate though. Even the big dick part. If you wanna ding follow ding us, ding <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, we Snapchat,
1: Pinterest, but we do have MySpace. Faces. You mean a poltergeist?
0: You mean a poltergeist over there? Please go and follow us. You can support us on Patreon as well over at
1: you mean a podcast
0: and also all the other things app
1: you mean podcast yep
0: you can find our merch merch on redbubble and Public
1: app that's not canon productions for Public and ymaap for redbubble because you mean a podcast didn't fit in the username
0: <laughs> very nicely done okay well we hope you enjoyed this very sleepy episode and lots of weird laughter about nothing
1: what are we gonna name the
0: episode Fairy witch trial.
1: Fairy witch trial. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think this is all we have time for. Yeah. Don't forget.
1: Exercise regularly. And have your fairy witch trials. Goodbye.